Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can they hear us? Yes. You you promise? Yes. If you are listening live right now, send us a tweet and let us know you can hear us. Please, for the love of God, so we know we're not wasting our time. Anthony? I'm excited to be with you, Kenny. How are you? It seems like you're checking Twitter like crazy instead of talking to me. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. All right, are we going to do the uh, the countdown? Are you going to tell me when you're ready? I'm ready. Okay, we're going to do a countdown of when not to talk or of when to not let kids listen to this. Yeah, yeah, but I thought we were going to get that a little bit later on because Double uh, A screwed up the end of the show. It's been bothering me since the end of the show. Okay. Uh, I thought it was an easy, an very, very easy element to add to the show. Oh, okay. To have AC Slater doing the sports update uh, back on the PA system at, at uh, my God, what was the school called? Bayside. Bayside. Yeah, Bayside. So I was really excited about this at the end of the show. To play Double A's update. Someone tweeted at us. I was I was humming the Mama's Family oh, theme, and people could hear it. <laughs> oh God! Now he I'm worried. Says, That's a, such a true professional. Now I'm worried what I said uh, during that time when I thought we oh, were off the air. Oh my God! Oh my goodness! So Go any, ahead. Anyway, as it turns out, the end of the show got screwed up because Double A couldn't said, find sit, the clip. Sit. Good dog. Good dog. Uh, he couldn't find the clip, and so ultimately we had a listener do the work for us. They submitted a YouTube video and even went so far as to tell Double A where to find the clip. So it's now two minutes into the podcast. The show yeah. ended a half hour ago. Yeah, did. So that opportunity is missed. We missed that audience. So it's a, a, a complete botch job. You've botched the whole thing, Double A. Can you redeem yourself? After the listener did all the work for that clip, were you able to ingest that clip? We got the clip, but... I'm sensing a but. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew there'd be a but. I knew there'd be a but. I knew it. Are you mad? (laughs) Oh, I am. You're on. Thank you, guys. Well, we know we're... Thank you guys very much for letting us know. I appreciate the feedback. I'm upset at myself because in our background here... Our systems, the the wide orbit where we played a sound and we would have played yeah, the intro. Yeah, tell them about the wide orbit, Double A. I'm sure the listener will totally understand the nuances <laughs> in the background of how we actually get. We have audio engineers listening from all over the country. They want to go behind the scenes on what actually gets us on the air. So basically nothing's working in, in this studio. So Mike's I'm trying to reboot it. Because they can hear me humming the theme song to yes. Mama's Family. Which you the- didn't tell us we were on the air, so I could have done something to sabotage my Boy, entire I career. Did. You yes, know, I did. that was really bad. No, yes, I did. I said I'm turning the stream on right now. Okay. So 
to turn. I have to go to another room. There is a difference between turn. turning the stream on and telling us we've now been brought up. The levels now allow our listeners to actually be able to hear us. Two totally this is good different job things. Security for Owen. This is unbelievable this that you is would do this. Great John's job security for Owen. Go ahead, Double. I understand that. Hi, Double. Hi, how you guys doing? I I get it. I understand that. I can. I will text whoever I need to text. That's okay. But the computer that I need to play not only the AC Slater, which listening back to it was interesting, which I wanted a half hour ago. I I understand that. Yes, I understand that. So now we'll wait another half hour. (laughs) To get this done, it's, we're just not going to do it. We're just never going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to deal with it. So I've talked about it too passed. long. We've missed the, the opportunity, and now people are sitting at home going, "Where's the clip? Where's the clip?" And the thing is, they're now going to turn us off and find the clip on their own Bingo. on YouTube. So we've lost even more listeners. It's like when we do the McLaughlin Group, and yeah. people tune out and they go listen to the McLaughlin yeah. Group. Why then? Why even do the show? Wrong. <laughs> Jack Joe, Jack Jamundo Dindo. <laughs> Bacon and eggs. Wrong! You have Special <laughs> K with banana. They're all dead now. Yeah, every single one. Is Eleanor Cliff? No, Eleanor Cliff's still alive. Yeah. Is Pat Buchanan still alive? Uh, Didn't. Oh, no, it was Pat Robertson's wife that just passed away. Yeah, Pat Robertson's wife just passed away. I think Pat Buchanan is still with mm-hmm. us. Did you ever watch the 700 Club? Brother, yes. <laughs> I lived it. Yes. My mother... I dressed up as, as, as Pat Buchanan for, for Halloween one year yes. doing the 700 Club. I watched the 700 Club. That boy, was something. Boy, there just wasn't a lot on TV back then. So the 700 Club yep. got our eyeballs attached there to it. There was a TV station in Canton, and it was, like, religious. It was, like, off of Route 62. I bet there's some Canton This wasn't 55? No, you're thinking of WBX. Yeah. That's, in, that's in Akron, Colorado okay. Falls. That's, I lived down the street. That's back when Ernest Angley. Mm-hmm. Is he dead yet? When they had the buffet. Yeah. Yeah, the Grace Cathedral and then the Grace Buffet. And uh, down, the, I mean, down the street, is like getting into a Led Zeppelin concert because I lived on Timbertop, <laughs> oh down Timbertop back in the day. So there was that. But then in Canton, there was like, golly, what the hell was it? It was like Channel 62, and it was off of 62. It had to be 67. I think it was 67, and it was off of 62. 67. Okay. On the way out to Louisville to my grandparents' house, and it was like a religious station. Because I guess that's the way you get ratings if you're not a affiliate, is you just, that's yeah. how you do it. I didn't realize that. The old people, the elderly will watch you. Did you ever watch the ecumenical channel? You are, uh, you're Catholic. No. No, I didn't. Who was the sister? She she was from Canton. She was very famous. Mm-hmm. Sister Jean? Angela? No, that's the one from Chicago. There was one that was from Canton. And God, she the... I was so happy Ohio State destroyed her hopes God, and dreams. God, you are just I terrible. I love that she had to sit there and watch every minute of a very, very half-assed, put-together Ohio State team beating her. Just I mean, you don't know how many how many more opportunities. You, you never know. just mean. You never know. And they took it to them. And they won the game, and it was a thing of beauty. Now, of course, we know what happened the very next game. They got smoked by Jay Wright and Villanova. And then Jay Wright said, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done with this. Yeah, bye-bye. So are we – we're moving on from the AC Slater thing. Are we ready to do the not safe for children part of the podcast? Can we do that, Double A? We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. Got to warn the kids first. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. We're in the middle of a live read. Now the live read is finished. You may proceed. All right, we're going to count down from 30 because people like to fast forward, and I'm going to count down from 30 to make sure that there's no kids who hear the next part. 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 
10, 3, 2, 1. All right. You had your chance. This part is not safe for children. So what did you want to say about the Easter Bunny? Uh, I do not remember what we were talking about I earlier think this we've week. got to put an end. Cancel culture. Rearing its ugly head again. I think we have to cancel the Easter Bunny. Why? I saw so many abhorrent videos of children enduring psychological damage. Uh, They will not be able to recover. This is something that will haunt them for decades. Uh, Them getting scared by the Easter Bunny coming in in a ridiculous costume, towering over these children, menacing in in its stare. In just its its overall uh, just glare at these children as the Easter Bunny just spells doom to an I, entire generation I of children. I was never afraid of the Easter Bunny. Well, but what year remember, were you introduced to the Easter Bunny? I don't Bunny? remember getting my picture taken with the Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. I, I don't think that was a thing. I was asked once, am I more afraid of Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny? Santa Claus is still, even if, like out of his red suit, would still be a grandfatherly figure, is he not? Yes. The only so, thing that made anybody scared at all was the depiction of Santa at the top of the slide yeah, in a Christmas story. Yeah, that's it. With, that's the, the with those with those elves, which mean, were very, very mean. Mean elves. Horrible elves. But Santa Claus is a is a like grandfatherly figure. Mm-hmm. I guess the Easter Bunny No, because like a bunny is small. Like, a bunny could bite you, but a bunny is small, and you keep it in a cage, and you feed it whatever. You can't feed it buns. I, I found that out from uh, Succession. What Was it bread? He fed it bread, and the thing was, like, dead? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You better be sniffing your bleeping armpit, Romulus. Um, That's so good. Did my brother, the bleeping conscious of the prairies, give you any orders? <laughs> Sorry, that was more on the floor. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess a six-foot bunny would probably make people nervous. Yes, yeah, I guess that would make some kids, you some small children, nervous. A six-foot bunny, whether in costume or not. In fact, you'd make the argument that costume makes it even more terrifying, especially yes. the people that would even uh, begin to put that costume on in the first Mother place. Mother Angelica, by the way, that was the oh, uh, that was the, one. Yeah, that was the ecumenical channel. Thank you very much, Dean. Uh, a six-foot bunny is really like a fourteen-foot-tall bunny. To scale, yeah, compared to little boys and girls, yeah, I never thought about that. And I we don't have a backstory. We don't have a story. There is no narrative that we have been taught year after year growing up about the origin story of the bunny. I think I where a... the bunny comes from. Who is the bunny? What's the purpose of the bunny? That's a good Are point. they rewarding you? Or is it is it something like we're told if we do bad things, we're not going to get visited by the reindeer and Santa? Like, what is the purpose of the bunny? Uh, you know what? what constitutes a successful Easter I'm pretty when it positive. comes to the bunny? I have a picture of Axel and Eli. Damn it. I'm pretty positive I have a picture of Axel and Eli. Uh, we took them to get a picture with the Easter bunny once. Eli was not afraid. Axel was afraid, and now it's changed completely. Eli would be afraid of that type of thing. Where I gotta get his haircut. He looks like a madman right now. Um, I gotta find the Easter Bunny picture because I know that I have a, a picture of them with the Easter Bunny, and the Easter Bunny is large 
And they are both kind of like a, a little bit nervous about it. Let me go find it. Of course they're nervous. Yeah. No, I think, but I think, I think Axel's the one crying about it. And Eli is, is okay with the Easter bunny. I can't find, I thought it was on my Facebook. I can't find the damn thing. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Just the the visions of the children running away, crying in fear. They know they can't truly get away from the 14-foot-tall Easter Bunny in costume. They know they have no chance. So in their mind, I always think about this with pets when it starts thundering. The pets think their time is coming to an end. Yes. And they, they have nowhere to run. They have nowhere to hide. They attempt to go under the bed. But deep down, those animals know that if the thunder wants to get to them, the thunder's going to get to them. I don't know if they think like that. Oh, they, it's the same thing. When you leave to go get eggs and some milk, <laughs> Kenny, when you, do the, when you do a 1970s task like that, oh, I'm off to the store and you bring your little bag, your dog thinks you're never coming home. The dog no. does not know that you are coming home. Because did you not just get back from vacation? I think Sam, yeah, but I think what Sam did assumed Sam I'm think? coming home. Why would, at some point, they think you're not coming home. In their mind, they have no idea if you're really? coming back. It's very sad. Man, I thought I had a picture of these two on my Facebook. I don't. I thought I did, of them going to the Easter Bunny. And so those children, they're running away. They think it's the end. And they know their parent can't save them from the Easter Bunny. Their parent who's been able to, to, to steer them through trials and tribulations. So... That's where I actually got things mixed up when I went to uh, take Eli to the um, to the to-, to get his tooth pulled the other day. Mm-hmm. Is that I messed it up, and I su- no, I seriously, I assumed he was in pain. He was actually scared. He was scared of what was going on because Eli's never had like his mouth numb or anything like that. So he kept going spicy, spicy, but he didn't know. He didn't think it was a fun feeling. He, no, 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 no. So maybe he will not do uh, certain things. Uh, were you were you permitted uh, to go in the direction of laughing gas? Could you? Get no, it? that's what they gave him. Oh, they did. Oh, he was yeah. Minister laughing oh, gas. Oh, yeah. And he oh, didn't think yeah. it was yes. great. They put it over his nose, and so, it, it you know, had no. It essentially, had zero. Ken, Ken signed off on his child uh, getting gassed. I wanted to put right him there under. in the chair. I wanted to put him under. Oh, how much would that have cost? I don't care. Oh, come on. It was better than the scenario what it was. But then I real he wasn't in pain. He was just scared. He you, was you really, were gonna really tr- scared. You were going to trust the anesthesiologist? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. Why would you? Why would I have cared? Would you have cared? Yeah, essentially, you, you were, you were, what you did do, though, was you allowed, you signed off on your child getting high right there in the chair at age, what, five? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what's going on? Yeah. Uh, so what? Who cares? It was under a doctor's care, oh, Anthony. Oh, yeah, doctors. I'm going to trust them at a time like this. They The whole procedure took 20 to Actually, pull the tooth took 20 seconds. Yeah. 20 seconds. But it was terrible. Um, what did you say about the tooth fairy? Oh, yeah, we're on the podcast. Uh, well, this is the problem I had. I had to get... He, has, he had no concept of money... And Axel didn't either, and I I gave Axel a twenty, thinking I was just going to switch it out for a dollar. Mm. But that's the only that's the only bill I had. I'm like, I'll get a dollar and I'll switch it out and take the twenty back. Axel took it to school, oh, my oldest, yeah. and they it was oh, teaching about money. So now all the other so parents now are I gotta mad get at 20, you. Yeah, but and now I, you have to finance this entire I, mouth. Yeah, you're better off just paying for veneers at this point. I had to give Eli 
a $20 bill, which he carried around all day yesterday. He thought it was the coolest thing. And then I'll have to do it for Jonah. And then the next ones, I got I got Axel like stickers for the second one. Like You're not getting 20 bucks every time. That's not happening. Uh, never tell you a very sad story at United States of America where – you know, my parents didn't have a lot of money Does it involve Mr. to throw Schwartz around. Or... No. <laughs> oh, no, okay. Uh, we didn't have a lot of money, not a lot of excess money, to just frivolous I'm tired money of hearing to about spend. your poor parents. So I was given a $20 bill. This oh, was unbelievable. No. Don't tell me this. So, of course, I lost the $20 bill two minutes into the United States of America. Somebody either stole it or I misplaced it or probably had holes in my jeans that were. You were that <sighs> poor. I don't know. It was bad. So the twenty dollars were gone. You know what I did for the next two hours? What? Instead of just asking somebody for money, what'd you do? I felt so ashamed, and I felt so poor that I went and hid for two hours at United Skates of America. I did not have fun. I did not skate. I did not get food. I did not enjoy ice cream. I did not go play a game to win a prize. I went and hid, mostly in the bathroom, but for two hours. What did you tell your I mom had to be, I, think I, had, I said it was such a great time. It was amazing. I said thank you for that the money. So it was so sad. I know. Is it not? That is the saddest thing you've <laughs> said. <all day. laughs> and I've given you sad stories before. Jesus Christ, that is sad. And I'll, I'll never know what happened to that $20. That's been spent by now. Yeah, probably. Many times over, actually. Scared money. Don't make money or hold <laughs> on to it for that matter. Man, that's sad. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. <laughs> X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Yeah. God in heaven. Taught me the value of a dollar, though. Yeah, I guess it would, right? My God, did I start saving money at an early age. I saved every last dollar uh, because nice. because of that childhood. Yep. You like working on the golf course when you were a kid? I loved it. It was my favorite job of all time. My dad's working at a golf course right now. That's the job. That's that it is. It is. Uh, it's like the riddle of the Sphinx. You know how you start is how you end. <laughs> you really do. You really do. You start at a golf course when you're young. And you, you finish <laughs> at a golf course and you mop up that free golf in between. My dad does a golf. Oh, then what is he doing? Who knows, Anthony? He just my dad has spent. He should have worked so at a movie theater. He's working, he would have gotten free movies. He's cutting. He's cutting grass at a golf course. I probably should say which one because it's not even in the area. Go pay him a visit. Um, that's kind of, I, I kind of want people to go. Your son sucks. Like I kind of want that to happen. <laughs> and by the way, watch out <laughs> for. So he is working a golf course, and I think my dad over the last two weeks since he started. Has spent more time on a golf course now than he ever has in his entire life. My <laughs> but he dad knows is how to cut grass. Not a golfer, but he knows how to cut grass. They started him on fairways. And more importantly, they looked at him and they're like, he can probably problem solve. So if there's any issues, he's not riding that damn mower all the way back. So the mechanic has to work on it. Yep. He'll probably fix it on his own. Yes, he will. And uh, he just started learning the greens. And I said, are you rolling the greens yet? And he's like, oh, I don't know what that is. I go, you will. You will know about it. So that's nice. Yeah. He and my uncle. A couple of Carmens working at the golf course that my cousin is a member of and, and, and golfs at. One of my good cousins that I actually saw. I have, for all, the, for all the bleep I give my family, I have a significant amount of family that I will talk to. I just don't talk to them that often, but I, I'm proud of. My cousin Jimmy is, is who I'm, who's one of the cousins I'm probably most proud of. Um, 
I'm a big fan of Cousin Jimmy, mm-hmm. and he lives at that golf course. And uh, it, my uncle actually does too. And uh, but, but my, Jimmy, go- my uncle doesn't golf. Jimmy's out of the halfway house now and back on his own. Jimmy's never been in a halfway house. <laughs> Jimmy is uh, very well to do. <laughs> um, he's always been very bright, and he's always been very well to do, and he's always been able to make money. How old is he? If I'm 35, he's got to be 42. 43. So you looked up to him growing up. A little bit, uh, like yeah, big brother. I guess. I guess. No, nah, not not like that. We were both, you know, because he was, you know, that's a seven year age difference. So he's, you know, he was, golly, he was older, much older. It felt like mm-hmm. between he might be forty three, might be an eight year age difference. I gotta go check. Um, nah, Jimmy's always been a good dude, and we were always close with my uncle Jack, and so since we were both close to my uncle Jack, we'd be around each other, but. You know, when I'm seven years old, he's 14 or 15. Yeah. So there's a he's not going over to my Uncle Jack's anymore. Like, he's just hanging out and doing his thing and whatever with his buddies. I was different. So there there's a huge age gap there. But honestly, like, you know, I, I told you, there's several members of my family that I, I really don't want anything to do with. And um, we've talked about that even on the on the regular show. Jimmy's one of the people that I uh, I still talk. To. I got my cousin Jared, uh, my mom's side of the family, uh, my cousin Janelle, cousin Dominic. Rock, Rocco just re- uh, retired from the sheriff's department. Rocco's about fifty. Um, he just retired from the Stark County Sheriff's Department not too terribly long ago. Love cousin Rocco. So there are cousins that I'm mm. that I uh, I. I would certainly have over and speak to. It wouldn't matter about that. But, you know, there's uh, my, the family that I like is kind of dying off <laughs> in a way. I hate to say it. Did you do the 23 and Me? No. Do you have any interest in doing it? No, I because I, well, I told you, my uh, my mother has a big book on her mother's side of the family that I'm going actually getting from my father on Friday uh, that's kind of a genealogy thing um, that has the Owen side of the family. Okay. And then, uh, I remember this book when my mom got it. And there's a bunch of pictures of that side of the family. I, I It's so weird because when I first got together with Liz, I, I knew, but I didn't know. And then when my grandmother died, who my grandma Olga was not. If this is boring, you all stop. No. <laughs> my grandma Olga is not my birth grandmother. All right. But she still flew out. To, she's the one that flew out to San Francisco. She paid like $1,500, $2,000, something crazy back in the 90s to have this done. Uh, there's a whole big thick book of Carmens of what would you know where they came from this that the other. My dad has that book. My mom had the book of the Owens family, which her last name was Slater. But I'm basically like Liz thought I was all these different things. I am only Irish and English, and that is it. Which is a little bit weird when you think about my family has been here. My dad's side of the family has been here for 400 years. She 400 years. Which again, because I, I always brought up the joke with you. I you said, are you are true royalty. But that's the whole problem with it, is my great grandfather, fourteen generations ago. I think Axel's the fifteenth, and my sons are the fifteenth. He founded the town of Hempstead, Long Island, New York. That's right. Yeah, he was. Yeah. A, you can look it up. Double uh, A. We have looked this up. So he was a shipbuilder, mm-hmm. and then I was born in Canton, and you know, my dad. They found out that I'm, I guess I'm a relative of Barbara Bush somehow, but it's like, oh, that is where terrific. did the blue blood go where I was a literal? Like, which Connecticut- lines are connected? Yes. I, at one point I was a literal Connecticut blue blood in my history, mm-hmm. Triple H data, 
hey everybody, I'm from Canton. I got a I got a cowboy hat on in my senior picture, and I talk like this. So who screwed it up? There's always that's a, what I want to know. Yeah, yeah there's who always, messed it up? There's an, and back then, obviously, they were having so many more kids. They didn't know who was going to survive. There you go. They were they were just they were just 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 pumping out kids. So they, eventually. One yes. kid was the town drunk, or one kid was the thief, so the kleptomaniac. You are going to love this. I'll tell you this. So the other day, I noticed this on Monday. I have, there's a bunch of, there's there's John and James and Joseph and John and James, and it's that way for two, 300 years. And then you get into a couple of Williams, and my grandfather's name was William. He was born just outside of Anderson, Indiana, but he was raised in Anderson, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you believe the Anderson, Indiana high school team, they're nicknamed the Indians, and it's become a huge controversy oh, yeah. in Anderson, oh, Indiana. The high school name of the Indians. And my, like I mentioned, I go, my uncle, my grandfather was born in, in Anderson, Indiana, and lived there for a long time before he went to Alliance, Ohio. And I go, you know what? I've already had one name of the Indians controversy. Yeah, you can't get I don't involved. need to dive into another. But I know there's Carmens in Anderson, Indiana, that are on one side or the other about the whole nickname controversy. There's one thing I've always wanted to know, though, and I can't really find it. In so my family first came here in 1631. In in the 1770s, which side were we on? Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know since we're still because mm-hmm. people. I talked to a couple people, and they said, well, since you're still here, mm-hmm. it's a good shot you were on the continental side. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people who were in that area, they just got back on a boat and left. Right. The makes loyalists, sense. Yeah, makes sense. Totally. Yeah, they went back over. Like, screw this. We yeah. know what we have back home. But we're wanted said, there. We're not going to sit here and fight this. Couple, and yeah, a couple of people Have I these people to, detest us? They'd say it's a better than 60% shot that you were... On the continental side. Mm-hmm. He says, okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. Because I don't want to. I mean, if I had red coats in the family, I'd have to deal with it. But, boy, it wouldn't make me feel as good as it does right now. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And, yes, we stayed up. We stayed on this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Don't even start. It's all good. Don't even start. <laughs> oh, that was the next question from Double yeah, A for sure. <laughs> I, I, know, I, I know what he was thinking. And, no, we were on this side. We've always stayed up here. Uh. Can we liven up the podcast? This from Nick talking about how our dogs. Oh, Nick, we'll blow it out your ass. I don't want to hear about that. I don't care about, about that. Talk about how our dogs think we are never coming home. The Easter Bunny scares kid. And now Lima's lonely pass. What are we doing, boys? Go listen to something else, Nick. Oh, he's um, got an Italian thing in his in his bio. You guys can talk Italy. You guys want to talk about Italy? Well, Go ahead. Before, let me ask you, Double A, you've had more time. You said you were going to put in the work to figure out how to get this clip on the podcast. How are we doing? Can we get a status update? The system has still You've had 30 crashed. minutes. You've had bad. 30 minutes. <laughs> bad. It's okay. He's, he's trying. So it's not happening is what you're saying. It, it's not happening. So now we have to bring it to the show tomorrow Do you have anything? and prolong this entire disaster. Do you have anything in your history that you know of in your family at all? No. You know is what? Is there anything you want to know? I was mailed a book. From a great aunt, I think. Uh, I you don't know still how. Have fa- it? Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I don't know how I found the address. Somebody mailed that book to me and had a family tree in there, and tried to trace it back. And I took a look at it that night that I got it for about a half hour, and that's it. I talked to my sister real quick. Got on the phone. We you know changed the conversation. 
Never opened it up again. Never? Never did. You're just I was not just, interested in this. No, nah, I don't know. I don't know what to do with the information. Uh, I have no idea. The family is just a weird thing oh, at this man. point. I'm so interested in that stuff. Yeah, I know. I should be more interested in it. Anthony, do you think that'll change once you have kids? Yeah, you know, I thought about that. Oh, I did true. think about that because, you know, they're going to want to know. And I have nothing She's to tell them. going to want to know about her grandfather. Yeah, I have. Uh, I, well, she'll only know what we tell them. Remember that. We control yeah. the story. The winner's. Write the history books. My son's great-grandfather, <laughs> I've told you boys, is a, quite a nefarious figure. Go ahead. Uh, so, yeah. No, it's a good point, Double A. Um, I probably will owe that. Owe that to, right now it's just one, but owe that to her. Yeah. If everything goes well. What's so. the name? What name did you pick we up? We can't. We cannot I divulge. I thought I was going to trick you. I was so close. You. I didn't realize that that was such... Such a no-no nowadays not tell people. about not telling people. No. I had zero clue that that was something that it all comes back to an ex-boyfriend, a neighbor down the street that's a pedophile. Like, you don't want to name. Oh, you don't want to name. Okay. The name cannot be anything that's associated with somebody else in your friends' lives, mm-hmm. your family members' lives. Mm-hmm. So everybody makes it about them, and they're like, well, you can't name them such and such because, I mean, that was our ex-neighbor who did such and such to their families and – now they're in prison. It's like, well, it's not about you. The first name of our first son was going to be John Wayne Gacy Carmen, and then I started <laughs> right. watching a couple of documentaries. And, and then went, you oh, realized, God. yes, okay. yes, you realized that was yeah. probably not the way to go. Yeah, it was not very good. Then the next one was Ted Bundy Carmen, and then I was like, oh, my God, two for two. How could, how could this happen? Holy cow. There's no way. And then when you went with Bill Cosby Carmen, I was like, well, you're safe. That is a, that is a storied professor and comedy uh, comedian. Don't worry. A... For years, we thought you were safe, and too. And for years. And you're like, well. <laughs> for years, we thought you were safe, too. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> that was the gold standard. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Is that true? He was the gold standard? That's that's what we thought Who is... for years. All right, let me ask you this. Who's the gold standard now? Oh. Well, it was Will Smith until about oh, three weeks oh, ago. Oh, come on. No, 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 no. What about Denzel? You knew what a weirdo he was. Could Denzel be was. the gold standard? Oh, for, oh. Definitely, especially for black women, Denzel. R- why? Well, he's just such a strong black man. Strong, mm-hmm. strong. He's everything that a man that a man should be. He has Denzel. no mistakes. He has no gaps. It's unbelievable. He's there's yeah, no bad right. stories. And not that we know not of. Not that we and know of. He's never played. I mean, his characters. I can't think of. I'm sure I could find something in the filmography. Like I'm a big Denzel Washington yeah. fan. I can't find anything that's. Goofy, silly, nothing like Joe Pesci has gone fishing. Yeah. Joe Pesci. Oh, and, and, yeah, and, yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe Pesci is one of the greatest actors ever. And the super. Yeah. Like, oh, is that a bad movie? Joe Pesci's got a couple of poops in there. Denzel has nothing. Denzel has perfected the, the, the movie industry and the type of roles he should have. You know what's funny about that? I didn't like Training Day. I didn't. You're kidding me. I think it's kind of bad. Jesus, are you yeah. nuts? I, I, Why? I, and he has been so much better in so many other. You just wanted him movies. to be the hero, and you hated that he ended up being the villain. Um, Spoiler alert! Uh, I just it just was never into that movie. I don't know what. It really? Is. Now, what was the one where he's the gang? Uh, he's the the cartel. Man ca- on fire. No, no, no. Or you killed? Yeah. Well, that might be true too. Um, I actually didn't see Man on Fire. Oh, Man on Fire is awesome. But what's he the, what's awesome. the one where he is like the counter 
to the uh, Italian mob. Oh, my goodness. He's in Harlem. Is American Gangster? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. American yes. Gangster. I love his character in that movie. There's, But there's never been, like, okay, Robert De Niro. If Robert De Niro rock, walked right in, we'd all respect him, right? If I really wanted to talk myself into it, yeah, I'd go. There's some paydays in there. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be sitting there going, all right. Like, Robert De Niro is a respected actor, one of the, the, one of the greatest of all time, arguably the greatest of, our, of, of any, of two, three generations. Yes. Of three generations, argu- arguably the greatest. But if I really wanted to talk myself out of it, I go, man, you got the intern in there and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, I could try. There's nothing with, with Denzel Washington. It's all gritty, dramatic, adult, respected roles. Thing that and I would have no choice but to respect him. There's nothing I know about his background that's bad. I'd have no choice but to respect him and shake his hand and look him dead in the eye from the moment he walked in. Gold standard. Morgan Denzel. Freeman's up there as well. Morgan Freeman's up. Now, Morgan Freeman has been accused of some things off that they – now, they have yeah. proven a couple of those uh-huh. to be wrong, but he's been he's been accused of some things there. Denzel has never been accused of some things. Mm-hmm. There. And remember, even when you brought the Will Smith thing, who was there to calm that down? Denzel, Denzel yeah. was there to step in there. Like, I think he's the guy. Now, this is my opinion. Obviously, it's not a, as highly regarded as your opinion, double A. But I think he is, Denzel is obviously, and, and he is not aged really at all. He is, in that industry, he is our captain. He is the guy. If you screw over Denzel Washington, forget about it. Was it was supposed to oh, be Martin definitely. Lawrence. It's so sad. He's making a resurgence. Yeah, well, it's about time. He's not. He's not getting. Uh, he, are there? He's not getting his buddy Will Smith back for a movie there, anytime are soon. Are there movie stars anymore? Are we running out of real, true Hollywood movie stars? Like Chris Pratt was a heartthrob of America, yeah. and then I'm just seeing this like cancel Chris Pratt. I don't know what he said. I have no idea. I just got on the internet when I got home, and it was all this cancel Chris Chris Pratt stuff. And I go, I, I don't even want to do this. See the problem. See, you guys talked about Netflix on the show today and losing customers and subscribers. Yeah, there's so many ways to go. Well, so we're not all watching the same. It's movies watered anymore. down. Yeah, it's amazing that I'm I'm gonna probably stumble on a show people like now seven years from now. It's to that point. Mm-hmm. So there's no urgency to watch anything that's, anymore. That's the thing that Netflix has to deal with. Is that They've kind of put all their in an Easter situation. Oh, beautiful! They've put their <laughs> eggs in the wrong basket. They've they've created a lot of original programming, but they have nothing to steer and keep people with that original programming. What what they I, I keep bringing up Peacock. Peacock has professional wrestling, which you can roll your eyes at, but that's a dedicated audience. And then they have live sports. And so Peacock has a couple of live sporting, but they got Notre Dame football on Peacock. And remember, they're putting a lot of things on Peacock, remember, forcing you to go there. And it's smart because what they're doing is that's the driver for their original content. So they have a firm base. If you're buying Premier League soccer, you're staying around for – how long is that season? It's eight months? Oh, it's, it's forever it's a, it's a, long. It's a, it, they play like 48 games, and you can't play soccer every other day. It's, it's a difficult sport to play. So it, you have a dedicated audience for a long time. Well, if, if you're just watching, I don't know, one, if you're watching Ozark, Ozark comes out, all right, I'll pay $9.99 for this month of Ozark. They watch Ozark, they're gone. Or they're sharing a password mm-hmm. even. When it comes to Peacock, I'm sticking around for eight months. If I'm watching soccer and the soccer game ends, 
unless I really want to watch Tottenham play right after, which maybe that, and that's cool, even after the Tottenham game, all right, everybody's been talking about this show, fine. I'll watch this show. Mm-hmm. And even, like, there's always the classics that are in there, and Netflix has no driver to drive the original programming. And, hey, you know what? Like, I'm really interested, because I'm a psycho, I'm really interested in true crime documentaries. I'm really interested in in serial killer documentaries. I'm sorry, I am. That's The, the psychology of that is amazing to me. It's sad, it's horrible, but it's amazing to me. But I think for the normal viewer, if you've watched one John Wayne Gacy documentary, you've seen them all. Same thing with Dahmer. God, I think if you've seen one documentary, you've seen them all. There you go. I agree. <laughs> most people I are agree. like Anthony. Uh, and so... most viewers are like you. I feel like, or I'm, you. Feel like I'm back in, in middle school and, with the film strips. And I was the one kid in my class, I guarantee it, who was sitting there wide-eyed and watching the whole thing. I love documentaries. But... I'm not the majority of people. I'm just, but you know what, Ken? Sometimes, like, I am not a film guru. I'm not a cinephile. I didn't go to film school. So I don't have the appreciation that some do. I don't wash <laughs> behind my ears. I, <laughs> I don't have, I've never made love no, to a woman. Woman. I've never. So I, I just need my handheld a little bit. You need to tell me, here are the 15 things coming out this entire year. And by the way, here are the top four. Right, but that's gone. There's too much now. And so there's a lot of content. Great. There's more bad content than there's ever been. Even the Winning Time documentary, and and also, I hate to say this too, your children will change this because you have a, like, with boys, it's been different. Like, Liz is like, don't be watching Simpsons in front of them boys. They're picking up some bad habits. Liz went upstairs and took a nap a couple weeks ago before we went on vacation. She she takes like big nap. If she she rarely naps, when she does, she'll take like a four hour nap. She basically goes to bed in the middle of the day. We were watching Simpsons. I don't care. They're boys. That's the way it works. With a girl, I assume it's going to be different. So like, yeah. but but I use that example like Winning Time. The first scene is John C. Riley and then a woman with her cans out. And I knew, it, and I like Axel sitting there on the couch and go turn that way. Yeah. And I wanted to see if I was right. And they show their woman, and she's topless. And I turned it right off, and I go, well, we're not watching this. I said, he's like, what's on the TV? I go, absolutely nothing. Don't worry about it. Because he's six. He can't see that. Jesus. I'm amazed. And so I'm not, but but I did watch it. I haven't watched it since. I'm amazed you could have a talented actor like John C. Riley. I love You could have C. a Riley. story that I truly have been always fascinated in, which is just that era, the Lakers, how they took off. Uh, their their place in society, all those Magic Johnson, these these legendary figures. I mean, Spencer Haywood, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and yet it shows completely missing the mark for me. It's not it's not yeah, that you good. Said you didn't like it. It's just not that. I good. I have no idea. I have no. And I, I'm two episodes behind. I'll watch them eventually, but zero urgency for me to finish it. And it doesn't even matter to me that Jerry West is is irate about his depiction. I, I'm just not that interested in it. I don't know why. I did thought, it, and the guy that did the Big Short is the guy that did this. I love the Big Short. I did not like Don't Look Up. I thought that that's was okay, right? Yeah, that's Succession. I did, and I love Succession. Yeah. So you know, hits and misses for me. Sports documentaries are so tough because, especially you guys, you guys have lived it. You guys have lived through the story already, and the Last Dance is the standard. Like, yeah. I don't think anything can top. But, the Last Dance and that time period. Lyman and I agreed with Did each other Did we all the really love The Last Dance, or was we, it the only thing on? We loved The Last Dance because it was the only thing on, and it did take us down a trip down memory lane, but a guy like Lima, he's like, I lived it. I was a kid. I remember this. And remember, Lima's five years older than me. So me, 
I'm jogging my memory, and there's little part. It, what made the last dance fun for me? First off, I agree with you. It was the only thing on, and it was rushed, so it wasn't right. as good as what it could have Especially been. Especially the end. Yeah. Still though, I loved it because I'm five years older than Double A. I've said many times my first real finals memory was I think I think it was Clyde actually, but watching a finals all the way through was Suns Bulls mm-hmm. the whole the whole series. I remember I that series vividly, and I remember the packs and threes at my grandparents' house. I mean Grandma Arlene's. I still remember it. And what that documentary did is it triggered other little things. That either A, I forgot, or B, I think I forgot that I really don't remember, but the history and catching up and reading about it makes me think I remember it, which is always fun. Because part of nostalgia is that you really think you remember it, but you weren't really remembering it. It never really happened to you. But, but the, yeah, the killer last word for me, it's just like, it was how many episodes? Ten? Yeah. Right? Ten episodes. All of them were how long? An hour? Yeah. And I knew most of the content. It wasn't anything new. So it was essentially ten hours of review. Of something that I had mostly known about. I mean, there was some fun, some fun moments, and I couldn't wait to watch every episode. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think it was earth-shattering for me. But as you're starting to learn, I don't like anything, so maybe it's just my fault. I'm a loser. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 